The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true Savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Good afternoon. Good Saturday afternoon, church. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. This is Jim Moore one of your hosts and my co-host, Pastor Dwight Anderson. Yeah, good afternoon, everybody. How is everybody doing? You know, really, really good. And we have a special guest um, who's waiting in the wings to join us. It's springtime. Whenever you're listening to the show, whether you're picking it up on on Saturday afternoon or you're listening to a podcast, spring is coming to Minnesota. And with that comes the month of April. And that's what we're talking about today. April is second chance month. Mm -hmm. This is a I call it a phenomena that's happened, a movement that's happened in in Minnesota a number of years ago, which is now a national mm-hmm. phenomena. April is second chance month for folks coming out of prison across the country. So we're going to have Sarah. Sarah is going to Sarah Walker is going to be on the show with us today, the founder of the Minnesota Second Chance uh, Coalition, and she's going to be talking about where it came from and what's coming up. And there's a 5K run at Seafoam Stadium. And also, there seems to be a lot that's happening in springtime. Um, if uh, you, if you catch this show in time, you can come to the Salvation Army on March fifteenth, right, Pastor Dwight? Yes. We've got an R yep. three collaborative yeah. meeting, and not only can you get an inside look at the Adult Rehabilitation Center, because lunch at the Sally, yes. and then Mary, Major Jerry O'Neill is going to give us a tour mm-hmm. over the lunch hour. So those are from eleven to twelve, but. With that and so many other things that happen, you can go to the website for the R3 Collaborative, and we try to have updates and announcements, and you can find out about the R3 meetings. But as we're talking about April 22nd, uh, the Second Chance 5K run and other things, we're going to give you some websites, but r3collaborative.org, that's just a good place to go. Mm-hmm. So before we bring Sarah on, any comments you have about what's coming up, Pastor Dwight? Well... You know, over the years, we've at Prison Mission Association, we've been helping people uh, and folks in prison prepare for their fresh start and, you know, giving them a second chance. And so um, if anybody wants more information about that, it's prisonmission.org is our website. And uh, I'm excited that uh, this whole movement really started here in Minnesota. Yeah. And God is the God of second chances. I mean, we're, we're all sinners. We all mess up. And so I God gives us do. all... Second chance. We all, second chance. we all need a second Third chance. We all need a second chance. So chance. I, I just love this whole concept, yeah. and uh, we really want to promote it, and I think it's great. Yeah, and there is something else I've heard from people: they the notion of a second prison. That once you get out of an incarceration in a mm-hmm. concrete prison, That's with true. the felony hanging over your head and all the stigmas in society, you kind of move into this more invisible prison, but mm-hmm. still caught in the stigma. And everything. So, so that's kind of the spirit of Second yes. Chance. So, so let's bring our guest on and, and go a little bit deeper and find out about it. So, so again, thank you uh, for joining us. This is Sarah Walker, again, the founder of Second Chances in, in Minnesota. But Sarah, help us also understand, I, I think you're in Washington, D.C. today. You're out there, but you're doing all kinds of things. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into the history of Second Chances. 
Well, sure. I mean, you know, I'm actually, I call myself an accidental political consultant because I really had no intention of being in any sort of formal political role. But my passion had always been working for or on behalf of people who didn't have as many advantages as I did growing up. And I happened to be someone who's mixed race and, um, and, you know, grew up in a community in Illinois that I saw a lot of people going to prison and having difficulties with incarceration, mm. but, and it was something that concerned me a lot, but I never really knew what direction that would take. And then I ended up in Minnesota for school and studied a lot of criminology and sociology. And I had envisioned myself to be some sort of academic who would, you know, sit in those ivory towers and write books that hopefully people would read. But then I had a unusual, and I would think, I think sort of like faith awakening experience in that, my mother had gotten sick and I was in New Orleans and I got stuck with her in Hurricane Katrina. And after I came back to Minnesota, I was doing my doctoral work and I just had this overwhelming sense. I couldn't get the out of my head, all the people and the suffering and the struggle in New Orleans. And I just had this overwhelming sense that I needed to do something tangible and affect people's life immediately. And that's sort of what gave me the impetus to, bring together a bunch of nonprofit leaders in the community who have been working, doing direct service on criminal justice issues and working directly to help people find jobs and housing and come up with a coalition to advocate on behalf of people who have been impacted by the justice system. Because regardless of what anyone thinks of the mistakes they've made, the reality is that Minnesota, 98% of the people come back into the community. Yeah. And we started this coalition and... It's been going now for almost 11 years. Oh, that long? Excellent. Yes. I think this was the 11th second chance day on the Hill yesterday. Okay. So I think that's a great testament to um, the spirit of people and the spirit of community and the spirit of Minnesota. And and these are, one thing that, you know, I, I have kind of a bias, the R3 collaborative, part of the idea is, man, if, mo- if more organizations or individuals could lock arms and work together, we could get a lot more done. Mm-hmm. But that's been the spirit since the beginning, Absolutely. right, Sarah, to, to join together. Um, so um, I, I want you to talk a little bit about Prison Fellowship. They've been on the show a number of times, and... Uh, Craig was on the show a few weeks ago talking about Second Chance. Mm-hmm. But before we talk about them, tell us about some of these other organizations that are locking arms in the spirit of Second Chances. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's exactly what you said. And, like, speaking to the R3 Collaborative, you know, like George Gibson, like, I, ah. I was able to meet him because of this work um, with the Second Chance Coalition. But one of the things that struck me when we tried to bring a bunch of different nonprofit providers together from different service areas and sometimes different ideological perspective was that they they were more interested in competing with each other yeah. and fighting over money than actually getting policy work done that actually would impact the life. And so we all came to an agreement around the table and said that the Second Chance Coalition would never do anything that would ask for money from a government. And we would only look at policy solutions that were would benefit everyone universally. Um, And I think that's actually what kept the Second Chance Coalition going. It doesn't mean other organizations can't seek money and do their own thing, but because we never made it about getting money from the state government, we were always able to keep everyone together. But we have so many great groups, Goodwill Industries, um, R3 Collaboratives with a member, Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge has been an amazing advocate group 
that has come to the Capitol. They've been one of the most active yeah. and a wonderful partner. Mm. But RS Eden, um, we literally have about 65 partners statewide. And I, I think outside of the, the little work we do to try to help people who've been impacted by the criminal justice system, and not just help them, but let them advocate for themselves, the other huge benefit is that we created these long-lasting relationships that have helped us within our own organization, personal and professional growth as yeah. well. And and this is, is as you mentioned, uh, these different organizations, it's beyond the faith community. Um, our guest next week is going to be Wendy Jones with Minnesota Recovery Connection, which represents an inclusive organization that mm-hmm. reaches across all faiths, non-faith, Hey, let's just let's provide resources for folks. And I know they have been a, a big advocate. So so it's from the political community, from the faith community, from the broader recovery community. I just and that's that's kind of my heart and soul for this thing, too, is let's all come together and work together and see what we can do. And and look what what you've done. So with that kind of history, it brings us to 2018. And now I don't have all the details with this, Sarah, but I understand we're talking about a national thing now. Uh, tell us about April 2nd Chance Month nationally. Yes, well, I guess the first thing I'd say is, I mean, it's just an amazing thing that we're getting close to having a national, you know, we have a national, like, month for second chances, when a lot of the groups around the table that we've been talking about started advocating on this. At first, we could barely get anyone to support any of the issues, and now it's to the point where not only do we have legislators and politicians from both sides of the aisle wanting to do this work, but we also have an entire month where people are taking the time to acknowledge the, and their belief in redemption yeah. and that human, human, human beings have worth and value even if they've made mistakes. And I think that's an amazing, an amazing thing. And this year at the Minnesota um, 5K in April, we're going to have actually both the Minneapolis and St. Paul new mayors come and present proclamations. Um, announcing that it's Second Chance Month in their cities. And so, so I think that's yeah. pretty cool. And we're, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just got excited about April 22nd, and we're going to mention this a couple times, but at Seafoam Stadium in uh, Concordia University, that's kind of in St. Paul, kind of St. between Paul. the two cities. So the mayors are coming out, hundreds, maybe thousands of people are coming out for a 5K run. Uh, we're going to have people who've who successfully have reclaimed a life after coming out of prison, as well as a lot of us from the broader recovery and the faith communities, we're going to all get together on that day. And we're going to do a 5K to raise funds. So April 22nd, everybody, and I'll just, in, in, we'll, we'll mention this later, but since Prison Fellowship is one of the kind of the parenting over overview promoting organizations, to register, find out more information, just make a mental note of this, prisonfellowship.org slash second chances. And if you go to that, you'll see information, video, and, and how to register. And and I guess there's also things going on in other parts of the country, right, Sarah? Yeah, there's things going going on in many parts of the country. But And one of the other things that's really neat is I think a lot of the national groups have taken the lead from state-based organizations like Minnesota and have and have actually started, there's a big group, national group, called the U.S. Justice Action Network and the Coalition for Public Safety, and they actually represent groups as diverse as the NAACP and the Koch brothers. And how often in today's divisive politics, and they also, I mean, it includes the Faith and Freedom Network, 
But how often in today's politics do you get that kind of diversity and people to recognize the importance of any issue? Yeah. If you just tuned in, uh, my name is Pastor Dwight Anderson, and we're interviewing uh, Sarah Walker with Minnesota Second Chance Coalition. And uh, Sarah, maybe you can tell us, we're on KKMS 980 too, if, and uh, you can hear the podcast here. If you missed the first part, yeah. go to AMA, oh, sorry, AM, AM 980themission.com. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can listen to the podcast. But Sarah, can you tell us what opportunities, those people who maybe are listening in, how can they get involved or what are the opportunities there for those of us who maybe are runners, some of us maybe aren't runners, <laughs> Uh, how can we get involved and help this with this? Well, I would say there's a lot of ways. Well, first of all, in addition to running, you can, you know, you can visit mnsecondchancecoalition.org, but and you can sign up. You can sign up for the R3 Collaborative. Um, you there's you can look up at many of these organizations and find ways to participate. But I would say come out, start by joining the run. You don't if you're not a runner, you can go ahead and walk. Um, I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk. Okay, good. I could walk. Too. Yeah, there's no pressure. It's really about the community and enjoying people's company. And so come out and do that. And I think you'll want to come back again and learn how to get involved more. And there's, there's things you can do in your own community. You can even, there's, there's a lot of prison mentoring that goes on. Yeah. Um, you can volunteer for most of the nonprofits that are involved in Second Chance Month. So I think there's just amazing opportunities to do this. Will there be a lot of uh, a lot of these partnering organizations? Would they have like tables or booths on on April twenty second so that folks could actually find out about these things? Yes, there will be there will be many partners with booths and tables and information, and there's a rally ahead of time. And wow. usually there's quite a bit of of media. And I think you touched on this before, but I think one of the really lovely things is is that we run in solidarity with people who are actually incarcerated, and so. And I had a really moving experience just last weekend. I ran into someone who told me they had just gotten out of prison. And I said, oh, you should come to the Second Chance 5K. And this man said, I ran it with you while I was in prison last time. While mm. he was in prison. Oh, they, they would run they in the prison it. simultaneously to when the public was running at Seafoam Stadium? That yeah. kind of thing? Yes. I, I didn't think they sent a bus over. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know that much about the drama, but right. oh, that's that's fascinating. And then also, I noticed that uh, there's music. I mean, this is kind of a festive thing, kid friendly. There's so there's things for kids and families. So it's going to be just a remarkable day. Yes, it really is. It's, it's, you just have a great feeling when you leave that day. You give, you're giving back and you're raising awareness. And I just think it's, it's a really good day about that so it sends a good message of redemption, faith, love, and yeah, community. That's great. And, and folks listening, what, what really the intent, one of the major intentions of Prison Transformation Radio is to help folks out there who maybe had the itch or the nudge to, gosh, I got to do something. Or I feel like I'd like to mentor, I'd like to volunteer, but, but you know, who do you connect with? Who do you talk to? So uh, this is a great opportunity. Just come out and meet people, see what the other possibilities are. And as Sarah mentioned, you can go to 
um, Minnesota Second Chance Coalition, R3 Collaborative websites, any of these websites, you'll see some easy on-ramps to the freeway where you can volunteer and go into prison, but you can also, you can volunteer to help out in these organizations. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just really appreciate, Sarah, having the opportunity for people to come together for a wonderful day and a time together and find out the possibilities. I, I also, I'm really struck with this, with the notion of you know, I grew up in the 60s, political activism, you know, that's kind of close to my heart, too. But I know there was the day on the hill at the Capitol in Minnesota yesterday. So mm-hmm. there's actually opportunities to positively influence the government. Is that right? Tell us about some of the ways that people can help influence the government around second chances. Absolutely. And, and you know, the one thing is, is again, this Working on the second chance issues has given me a lot of faith, again, because early on when I started this work, I was told that nothing would ever change. We'd end up in the same yeah. place. But since then, with because of all these partners, we passed the, the first ever nationwide ban the box law in Minnesota. We were the first state to pass it statewide, which allows people the opportunity to get an interview. We passed the most ex- comprehensive expungement law in, in the country um, that allowed people who have made mistakes but redeem themselves to get their records erased so that they can move on and support their families. We also passed the most comprehensive drug sentencing reform in the nation. And we're really proud of this. And what our next big issue is, is really probation reform. Because Mm. right now we have, Minnesota has the fourth highest rate of probation in the United States. And in addition to that, we have the longest probation sentences. And I'm not saying people shouldn't be held accountable. They absolutely should be held accountable when they do something wrong. But the reality is, is putting someone on 20, 30-year probation just prevents them from being productive members of society. And what we want is to send a message to, you know, children, their kids and their families that they, too, can be redeemed and, and move on and really become those, those productive members of a society that we want. And so all of those bills passed with overwhelming bipartisan support. And again, these days, that doesn't happen very often. So Minnesota is kind of an interesting place, isn't it? A lot of things have been kind of birthed here. Are all those things you talked about, did they kind of get passed and initiated, a lot of that in Minnesota? A lot of it really did. I mean, since then, in the last, like, I would say three years, there's really been a surge in interest in criminal justice reform issues, both by, the, by like, very conservative organizations. Like, there's a wonderful group out of Texas called Right on Crime, and the, the man who leads that effort and heads it, his name's Mark Levin. Interestingly enough, I happened to go to high school with him in Texas. Small and kingdom. So we were able to re- we were able to reconnect over these mm. uh, over these issues many years later. And I mean, again, we hold very different ideological perspectives on a lot of things, but this is one where we come together, and he's come to Minnesota and speaks on it. And I really think that that's what's unique. And what we what we often forget is. We can come, someone can come at this from a faith perspective. Someone, someone can come at this from a direct service perspective or yeah. a government spending perspective, but we can all land on the same thing, that what we're doing is not working, and we're spending a lot of money doing it without a good result. Boy, what a voice you are. And, and it's all about common ground. Yep. Hey, Sarah, um, just as we're wrapping up here, uh, this Prison Transformation Radio, if you're tuning in now, we love to hear about maybe personal stories, or can you give a personal example maybe of someone who... Who had a second chance or some some story that you could just help us close out with? Well, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one. And he's actually a dear friend. I won't use his name because I didn't ask it first. But what a dear, dear friend of mine who frequently comes and testifies at the Capitol, 
he's an individual who um, was from um, the Owatonna area. And at some point when he was in his early teenage years, he became addicted to drugs and he ended up doing a little time um, in his young adulthood in Minnesota prisons. He was able to go through the boot camp, got out, oh. and has completely turned his life around. He's now a year away from completing his doctorate degree mm. in oh dissertation. Wow. And he's going to be a professor of sociology. Mm. That's great. Oh, my gosh. And that's the kind of potential that we can't, we, we just shouldn't be throwing away. No, right. and, and these aren't rare stories. I mean, there's a lot of people who continue to struggle. I worked for with a Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge for 10 years, and people struggle, and then they get back up again, and they get up stronger. So it's it's a long yeah. process. Let's not be naive mm-hmm. about it. But um, these stories of redemption and reclaimed lives and people taking advantage of second chances, they're all over. In fact, the Minnesota Recovery Connection, who you'll hear about next week, has something called voice uh, Voices of Recovery. And this is where people are talking about, instead of Alcoholics Anonymous, where you don't say anything about mm-hmm. it. No, wait a minute. If you've, if you've changed life, talk about it at church. Talk mm-hmm. about it at work. Let people know that, right. that there are stories of redemption and, yes. and people are turning their lives around. So, so we just really thank you, not just for 20 minutes with us, Sarah, but just God bless you and, and the work that you're doing and the voice that you are out there. And we just want to give everybody an opportunity to focus in on April 22nd, April is Second Chance Month, and you know, New York City, Washington, D.C., these things are happening all over. But for us, it's April 22nd at uh, Concordia University in the Seafoam Stadium. Remember, the website is prisonfellowship.org slash second chances, and, and that's a great portal entryway to kind of see videos and, and things that are um, you know, how you can register. If you're a church or an organization, you can also get a team of people together. You can be a sponsoring organization. So, so and, and again, I just wanted to reinforce this prison fellowship is a phenomenal organization, and they're, they're using all the influence they have nationally to help raise the notion of second chances. And I'll also, as, as we've got a couple minutes to close out, we, we're, the R3 collaboration is really nothing. Our members are everything. We're just a networking organization trying to promote things, and that's why we do Prison Transformation Radio. So if, if you lose all those other websites, you can just Google R3 Collaborative mm-hmm. or r3collaborative.org. we got a menu there of options. We, we've got links to, to April 2nd Chance Month and registering. Uh, to Prison Fellowship, to Prison Mission mm-hmm. Association. We're just trying to tap on your shoulders, folks in the listening audience, to say if you feel urged to do something, there's tremendous opportunities in the faith community and in the broader recovery mm-hmm. community. So let us help connect you. So Pastor Dwight, good show. Thank yes. you very much, Sarah. God bless you. And um, Pastor Dwight, mm-hmm. if you can tell us a little bit about your work, because you're working with them on the inside too. Yes. And then maybe you can help close us out with a word. Yep, absolutely. Yes, thank you. Uh, with Prison Mission Association, what we do is we provide free Bible correspondence courses, and they can actually earn college credit for doing these courses on the inside, and it helps equip them and gives them um, some really meaningful meaningful educational opportunities, uh, and it's completely free. Wow. So if people are interested in, you know someone in prison that might be wanting to do some of our courses, you can just go to our website, which is prisonmission.org, or you can call me. My cell phone number is 612 423 
888-344-3457. We just need the name, prison ID number, and the address, and we can mail those out to them. And coming up, personally, I'll be speaking at Oak Park Heights, the Supermax prison. Well, you're like Sarah. You get around, man. <clears throat> On Sunday, March 18th. And uh, yeah, yeah, so we're, we're excited about uh, that opportunity there. And um, just the opportunities we have to, to give people hope and to know that there are people that care about them on the outside and come yeah. in on the inside, just put our arms around them, just encourage them and, and do that. And so um, I just, just really encouraged by what God is doing behind bars and with Prison Transformation Radio, Changing Hearts with Christ. And so right now we're just going to close out in prayer. We're going to pray for you, Sarah, and for the work that you're doing and Second Chance Month. Let's just bow and thank you. in prayer. Yes. Lord, we just thank you for this time. Thank you for the opportunity to hear more about what you're doing and bringing together a collaborative of workers uh, through the Second Chance Month opportunity that's coming up in April 22nd. I pray for all those that are listening that we can get involved and sign up and register and that you would work a mighty work in, in giving hope to those on the inside and those that are coming out of prison to know that there is power in the name of Jesus. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, folks, for listening. Amen. Yep. God Thanks, bless. everyone. We'll see you all next week.